Episode 23, the Saturday Night Special. We are finally on air with you on Periscope and Twitter. Welcome back to another... Hold on there, caller. Welcome back to another episode of Resort Ears Radio Podcast. In addition, Greg and I are live in the same place, so that's why it sounds great and not like I'm 85 miles away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will review all the latest Disney news and rumors covering each corner of the property, including rumors that the new premier parking is coming to WDW that is lighting Twitter up as we speak. Could eating at Ohana at 3.30 early bird special become a thing and could resort fees be coming to wdw plus much much more tonight on this very special edition of rumfield resort ears radio get your ears on this edition of resort ears saturday night special starts now come on let's go drink till we can't feel feelings anymore Connecticut Resort Air Studios. We have a Western and Eastern Connecticut. I am joined, of course, by Greg. Western. Right here. You are in the Western part of the state. Hey guys, coming back. This is awesome, buddy. Finally, <laughs> finally in the studios together, Mike and I, in one place. Pumped to be talking Walt Disney World. Lots of news coming out this week. Some crazy stuff. Premier parking finally could be coming. Who the hell's gonna pay thirty-five bucks for parking? We'll find that out real soon. And uh, could resort fees be coming to the resorts? They're talking about it. Oh, they're going to. And you know, the best thing is that I, I work for a pretty major hotel, so I can kind of comment a little bit more on that. Uh, if you're watching on Periscope, can everybody hear us? That's the big thing out there. Just leave us a little, little message. The way, if you see me getting up, the way that... No, oh, thank you. We're trying to read your questions. Um... We're trying to. Just, next time I call him, we'll just take it. We're trying to read your questions. Um, the periscope, the way the bar is, is a little bit off. Sorry about that. Um, we've never recorded together. That's that's the big thing. So this is all trial and error. We hope to do more of these on a Saturday night. Give me a special minute here. All right, there we go. Now we can actually probably see you guys. That's an orange tree behind me. Believe it or not, we live in Connecticut. That's an orange tree back there. That thing is actually going to start growing pretty soon. I'm re really good at taking orange seeds and whatever other citrus seeds and making it grow. Um, all right. So we are live here. We are drinking some tiki drinks. As Greg's been tweeting, I also am a bartender along with everything else. Um, We're going to have Ken's story on tonight. Ken will be calling in a little later on. We've already talked to him today, actually. Jeremy, you're right. Fifty. Yes, 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 yes. You caught tonight's big thing. I have an orange tree back there, and oranges are on the, the old wallpaper. That was a little running joke me and Greg had to see if anybody would actually catch on that. Awesome. <laughs> That's a good call. Wow. 
Uh, Ken Story from the Orlando Tourism Report and uh, Orlando Weekly will be calling in uh, at some point tonight. We've talked to him, Ken, already. He's out in the town in downtown Orlando actually right now, so he'll be uh, reporting live from various places. He just tweeted he's at the Red Lobster World Headquarters in downtown Orlando. Apparently, he just shot a, a shot of that. So Ken will be joining us. We'll talk Walt Disney World with, with him in Orlando in general and see what's up. Feel free to call in if... Uh, you're so inclined tonight, 407-545-6118, the Resort Ears Radio Hotline. Give us a call. We're live on air. We'll take your calls. Give us a second, though, to get this show started, and we will take those calls again, 407. That's, yeah, that's Orlando area. Okay, so if you're listening. 545-6118. Sorry, if you're listening to the Recorder Podcast, Greg, where can they find us? At Resort Ears on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Resort Ears. Also, shoot us an email, resortears at gmail.com. If you have any trip planning questions or uh, want to talk about, uh, have ideas for the next show, whatever, shoot us yeah. an email. Uh, Facebook is all but dead. Um, like the Haunted Mansion, we're going to go ahead and rent a cemetery plaque for it. Uh, giving up on it. Like I've been saying in the past shows, uh, even as drunk we may be getting uh, throughout the course of the show, I uh, I refuse to go on Facebook anymore. Uh, anyhow, Greg's gonna get another land shark logger, so now it's just me staring at you guys. Okay, so call in, and if you have any questions, also on Periscope, just ask them throughout the whole show. Get your friends to watch. Get everybody on Periscope to watch. Uh, we got do got a caller coming in. Whatever, right? It's fine. It's only four. Why don't we take that call? Because I know who it is. This is uh, this is gonna be Sean. For all you call him, he was one of our first Facebook friends. So let's go take take that call. Oh, sorry, Sean. Call on back, Sean. We'll take you in a second. Sorry, about that, buddy. Awesome. We're ready now. We're ready, finally. So call back, Sean. We'll uh, we'll take your call. But anyway, again, 407-545-6118, the Resort Ears Radio Hotline. You have trip planning questions. You want to plan a trip to Walt Disney World. If you have rumors, uh, if you're down there, and you have rumors of what's going on in the park, you want to talk about something uh, or whatever, just in general, about Walt Disney World and your uh, love of it, give us a call. We'll talk about it. One thing, Mike, I think we should talk about tonight. Again, this is sort of a free-form edition of the Resort Years Radio podcast. Right now, on Twitter, we are three followers from 1,000 followers on Twitter, which is just insane. All right, here we go. Sean, is that you? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, we had a couple of people that were calling through. Hey, you're live on the Resort Years Radio uh, Freeform Saturday night. Um, what's going on, man? Uh, today, I just got, I, I saw Zootopia for the second time, would you believe it? Nice. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> so, uh, tell us, like, you've been watching that new Lion Guard? I know you're a huge, um... Yeah, yeah, I've watched, I've watched, I've been watching every single episode as they show up on iTunes, because I, I don't really have, I don't really have watched regular TV, so I'd probably TV shows up by just to watch it. Ah. Yeah. So, so, this company has been a, what, 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 <laughs> Great, sorry. We're, we've been drinking a little bit there, bud. And we, there's, um, we're live on everything. You, um, um, 
you were like our first fan on Facebook, and unfortunately, we retired the Facebook phase. I don't know if you we kind of abandoned that. We kind of abandoned Facebook. <laughs> um, but uh, so you were, I think you were right. weren't you? Were you trying to get into writing like uh, blogs about like the Lion King and, and the movies and stuff like that? No, I don't. I don't have a blog about it. I don't do Tumblr or anything like that. Oh, I thought you were I, I, created, I created a Tumblr page ages ago, but it's, nobody cares about it, so I just... Yeah. It. Well, don't say that. Ah. It takes a, Look, I mean, honestly, we, we've been at this for a year and a half already, and it's taken... That's a little close there, Greg. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's taken us... It's, you know, it's taken us this long to get to close to a thousand followers, and it's a great... You know, like, it takes a while, so don't give up on that, Sean. If, if you would like to, you know, write about the movies and stuff. I think I think I already run. I already I'm I'm in on two Facebook pages, so I think that's enough for now. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, hey Sean, are you uh when's your, are you going down to Walt Disney World anytime soon? I what you say? Will, will you be going down to Walt Disney? So. Oh, I'm sorry. Will you go? Will you be going down to Walt Disney World anytime soon? Unfortunately, not. It's a, it's a time and a money thing, and it's more a time thing than a money thing. But definitely a money and time thing. Gotcha. I want to go. I want to go back when Star Wars land open. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's probably smart too. You know, right now the obviously the Hollywood Studios is kind of a waste of a park. If I if I could, I'd go. If I if I had the time and the money, I'd go to Disneyland, Disney World. Disney, every Disney park in the world, one, at least one year if I had the time and money, but I don't, so it's like... Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's, 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 I, I, we hear you, you know, uh, we're here in Connecticut in the Northeast, and, uh, you know... Yeah, but last year was, last year was special because I, had, I was, it was my 30th birthday, and my parents decided, you know, to do something special for it, so we went to Disney World for a week, and I had not been to Disney World can you believe it in 25 years? It's been very, so wow. long because I, 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 I said it's a time and a money thing. Yeah, no, gotcha. It, it is, man. But you know what, though? What's a better 30th, you know, birthday than, uh, than going to Disney? You know what I mean? I mean, it was great. I loved it. Yeah. It made me realize how much I wanted to go back as soon as I left. It's like, I missed Soul Whip. I missed... <laughs> and it's all the wonderful atmosphere. I was like, oh, it was just—it was very relaxing. In spite of having to walk most of the day, it was very relaxing. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's. What was your favorite part of the, uh, the park, Sean? Oh, uh, like I said, it was very relaxed. I needed at the time. I needed the relaxation, and you know, it's like. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I like I other things too. Like the, I went on the Kilimanjaro Safari. 
if you want to, those things. Hmm. I have to say, I like, I like Epcot the most because there's just so much to do at Epcot. That a boy. That I really like compared to World's the greatest theme park. What? The world's greatest theme park, Epcot Center. You know it. I got to say, though, I, I like, there's a lot, so much stuff I want to buy at the Japan Pavilion, but I just did not have the money at times since I already spent by the time we went back to Epcot to go to Japan, um, when I discovered the Japan Pavilion, I've already spent like all my merchandise money already. Mm. Mm-hmm. So next time I go, save up a lot more money for merchandise. Definitely. No, some great stuff out there, and uh, you know it only goes up and up. So. But like like I said, Utopia saw it twice. It was great. I'm glad he's doing. Being successful at box office. Yeah, no, it looks like I a great, that, I hope that great movie. That big thing over Frozen, so I don't hate Frozen, but I think that I think that about yeah, time that you know another Disney movie became a big success. So yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely going to see. Uh, I might. I'm probably going to see the Jungle Book remake, and uh, definitely seeing Captain America. And I'm definitely taking my my mom loves. Finding Nemo, so I'm probably going to take her to see Finding Dory. Cool. It's a cool movie. Yeah. So well, I guess, I guess, yeah, we've been talking, and well, I guess other people want to call, and well, it's been great talking to y'all. It's finally great to actually, you know, speak with y'all. Yeah, no, that, absolutely. Thanks for calling in, Sean. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll send a tweet y'all more often. And cool. Say, on Twitter, so please, please course, do. Yeah, we'll get back to you. And of course, uh, anytime that you see that we're recording um, or making a show, you know, you know the number. Give us a call, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they're making a big year of six show on Disney XD. I'm, really, I'm looking forward to that. I like big year of six. Yep, I heard that too. Yes, yeah, yeah, big year of six. Yep. You know, Alan Menken. Alan Menken, who did the music for Tangled and a lot of other Disney. Yeah, yeah, right. Little Mermaid, Jimmy Beast, everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But so I, I actually mentioned something on a more personal note. It's in two days, and about one day from now, on the on the fourteenth, it will be twenty five years since Howard Ashman died. You know who Howard Ashman is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He did the he did the lyrics for. Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, and some of them, the, the, the Aladdin. Absolutely. And uh, he, died, he died before Aladdin could, you know, the music could finish. Right. He could have did a little, little shot of horrors. I just didn't see that, you know, it's all already been, yeah. Yeah, Howard Ashby, yeah, He's very successful. He's, he's very important to the success of the Disney Renaissance there, and Years. No, absolutely. That's a that's a great thing to remember. No, Howard Ashman, a phenomenal uh, uh, person in the film industry, and obviously with The Little Mermaid and Beauty and yeah. the Beast, and you know it. Uh, Beauty yeah. and the Beast, you know, launched when he was yeah. he was sick, uh, passed away from AIDS. 
um, back then, and, and uh, you know, he um, was in, an integral part of that film and making it a, the success that it was. So. And yeah. later on this year is even, is even more important anniversary. It'll be 50 years since the Best of All Disney. It's very sad. Yeah. No, that's it. December of this year will be the, 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 the 50th anniversary. And it's just... Wow. Yeah. Too, I wonder if... And I think he would... If, he, if, he, if, he, if Walt didn't die of lung cancer, he would probably have lived at least to the late 90s. Possible. It's a, it's a possibility. I don't know how much he would have run with the park, but it's a possibility. It would have been the, the biggest thing with Walt's death is, and what I think would have been interesting is seeing Epcot evolve because obviously Epcot was in in Walt's vision anyway a complete different place than what it was in reality, and what it ended up being, you know, was a culmination of Walt's vision what the theme park business thought they could handle with World Showcase and, um, you know, bringing, bringing this idea of, like, the kind of all-year World's Fair thing and, and Future World, so, and mashing those together, minus the, the part of Epcot, which you could live at as a residence, a community, you know, an actual city. Um, that kind of took place in Celebration, Florida, right down the street from uh, the property, which became a, a Florida's first planned community, so... Since I don't want to end this on such a sour, on such a sad note, there's so many good-looking Disney movies coming out this year. So we had like, I know there's like, I've already seen Zootopia, which is great. There's the Jungle Book remake. There's uh, there's Captain America. I don't know much about Doctor Strange, but we probably Doctor Strange is probably good. There's Finding Dory. There's Star Wars Rogue One. I know there are a bunch of others. Like, can't really. I'm trying to remember the, you know, the Hawaiian Disney Princess movie. I'm trying to remember if it's uh, 2015 or early 2017. Um, I don't, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I don't know. I think it might be next year. But yeah, Zootopia is great. I'm, I'm excited for Zootopia. I'm excited especially for the parks with that film because I think it, okay. it, 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 it leaves a lot of... right? Did you see it? No, I, I have not yet. I have not yet, but oh, yeah, I, it looks oh, yeah, great. It's great. Yep. <laughs> I'm, buying, I'm definitely going to buy it on Blu-ray, but I think I'm just going to wait until then. Here's, but, yeah, and here, I don't know if I'm going to see it probably not. Yeah. And here's the thing that's phenomenal about it. It's Disney Studios, right? Zootopia is Disney's... Yeah, it's not Pixar. It's not... It's like, it's, 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 I have to say that it's a very strong story, strong characters, but I also have to say that I'm very impressed by the CGI, and it's very... Definitely Disney Studios. Yep. Disney and Pixar's. If you were to compare it to every CGI Disney and Pixar movie, it's the best looking one by far. Right. Gorgeous. Yeah. All right, Sean. We got to get going. Okay, well, you guys. Okay, you got to get a lot of other people to talk to. Yeah, we got to get going, though. Bye, Sean. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Sean. All right, perfect. So thanks, Sean, for uh, calling in. And now the uh, it's good to hear. He's literally our first fan on, on what used to be Facebook. So um, the lines are now open. Periscope, keep asking those questions. Uh, we're going to keep drinking. Greg's going to keep looking at something. Um, okay, hey, um, Greg, 
Uh, Michael. We had a couple people buy a couple Resortier shirts. Very surprisingly. We did. Uh, where can other people, if they want, get some of our Resortier's gear? Go to redbubble.com. Right? Search Resortier's redbubble.com. Plenty of, plenty of Resort Ears gear. This, again, supports uh, the show for Mike and I. Helps us buy new equipment, microphones, that kind of junk. Uh, pays for our fees for the various uh, hosting services, and etc. But, uh, again, redbubble.com. Uh, uh, search Resort Ears. There's t-shirts, phone cases, all kinds of stuff on there. Some great stuff. Redbubble.com. Check it out. Yeah, and you know what? If you buy some of those, uh, the resort ears wear, and you wear it to the park, make sure uh, you take a picture, click the picture to us, because we, we want to see it. We want to put it up on, on uh, Twitter. And make sure you hashtag, get your ears on. Get you are ears on. Pretty short. Get your ears on. And that's our hashtag. All right. And one more time with the phone lines, if they want to call us in. Yep. 407-545-6118. The Resort Ears Radio Hotline. And you know what I'm, this is, this is our freeform show, freeform, it's our kind of, our, we're calling it Saturday special show. Freeform, we got a lot of uh, things we want to cover tonight. We got some guests, Ken Story from the Orlando Tourism Report and Orlando Weekly will be calling in. He's in downtown Orlando actually right now. We just talked to Ken about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. He's in downtown Orlando as we speak on the on the move and he'll be calling in from various locations in downtown <laughs> Orlando uh, as we as we record this show. And right now in Orlando, Florida, seventy three degrees, mostly cloudy, but seventy three. Gorgeous night. Uh, quick update on the Orlando Magic uh, while we do this show. I thought it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Since we're doing this live yeah, show. Absolutely. It's uh, halftime right now. The Magic are playing the Portland Trailblazers 63 to 42 Trailblazers with the lead at half. That's a huge. That's a huge That's a huge uh, yeah, difference in, in basketball. 63 to 42. Magic the record of 20 and 36 under Scott Styles in his first season. So we haven't talked a lot about the Magic on the show ever, and and you know it's kind of outside of the realm of Disney World, obviously. But um, you know, Mike and I are. I'm not a fan of the Magic. I mean, in the NBA, I've kind of adopted them as my team. Mike's a Celtics fan, but I root for the Mag. Yeah, I know, right? I really like. I know, I know. Man, to be honest with you, I know. I do like the Orlando Soccer Club. I mean, I'm really not a soccer person, but me neither. So I was watching it the other night on um, uh, just on on Twitter. People had um, like uh, our friend Ben, our photographer Ben. I like to call him photographer Ben. He uh. He always puts the pictures or these other pictures of Orlando soccer that was on. And what was really cool about it, it's not only is it in the Citrus Bowl, but it, it has like, oh, oh, I got a picture here. It's like ORL, and then it has who they, I think it was uh, Real Salt Lake. And then right next to the box where they had the score and the timing, they had Walt Disney World. Like as one of the sponsors, like right, right there, a sponsor person. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was just like so freaking cool to see that. And it's just like one of those things where like, I, speak of the devil, Ken Story, ladies and gentlemen. Ken, is that you? It's me. How are you guys? Ken, how's it going, oh, buddy? Oh, we're at we're getting liquored up. How are you, my friend? I am great. I am great. I am at Hanson Chewy here in downtown Orlando, having a 
Hotel International Cocktail. Oh, what, what is in the Hotel International Cocktail? Yeah, I, I don't know what that means, but I'm having one. <laughs> it's still international with a bunch of feet. Ken, what's the, what's the bar you're at? What's it called again? It's called Hidden Shoe Repair. What was the first thing? Sorry, what was it? Something shoe repair? Hanson's like the band, like you know, Bob. Hanson shoe repair? Oh my! Yeah, that's the bar. Yeah, it's one of the top ten cocktail balls in the nation. Nope. Oh wow! Yeah, Pine Street, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's the beat. Wow. Uh, yeah, they also just reopened. They just, uh, just opened Holman, um, Holman Malone Company. Another cocktail ball in town. We have Native, they have Vintage in the bottom of this one, Indy, there's a bunch of different balls in town. Wow, that's cool. Ken, we had, yeah. a, we had a Periscoper, because we're, we're, we're live taping right now, and um, that's our first live, actual live show with me and Greg both in the room. We had a Periscoper ask, I, I didn't catch the name, if uh, there was a taco in your cocktail. <laughs> I, I, I wish they had co- uh, taco cocktails. I had gato cocktail, gato tacos for dinner. Did you really? I did. That's I did. Awesome. I went over to Eastern Market, um, to Houndstooth at uh, Eastern Market, and had some local alligator, local alligator taco. Mm. You can't do that. Oh, that's phenomenal. That is yeah. phenomenal. I love gators. With some, with some. Sweet barbecue sauce made in shop right there. So fresh barbecue sauce. Had two gator tacos and had a cold cooked Asian taco with some um, Asian coleslaw made right there in shop. You can't beat that. Had a beer flight there. And I saw like a couple other places. Went down to XYZ, down to the ALOC, just down the block from here. Um, Check out Wallbogles. Wallbogles was packed, so I didn't go there. So I, I yeah. How's that doing? Uh, Is it they just, they just opened right this year? Yeah, it just opened um, last month, but they're packed every time I pass them, so we're doing very good. That's great. Hey Ken, just so you know, because I know you always want to know, right now you're exactly seven minutes from the nearest Taco Bell. Well, there you go. You're one point nine miles South Orange Avenue is where you want to be. That's your nearest Taco Bell. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the soda one. You know what's fun about that? That's Taco Bell. That's behind there. There's a, a fitness gym. And that gym is co-owned by Shaq. No so kidding. So Shaq swings by that Taco Bell location. Oh, no way. Yeah, so what was better than Taco Bell? Taco Bell Shaq. Right? Like, now, now <laughs> Ken, do you know, does, does Shaquille also own his house on uh, the Butler Chain Lakes? I know at one point he owned yeah. Yeah. Yeah, over there in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. 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 Years ago, I was my uncle lived in Okoe for years, and uh, we used to go visit, and we used to go on his. He had a he had a uh, ski Nordique boat, and we used to go out on the lake on the Butler chain. He'd take us out on, and uh, you went out on Shaq's boat. This was not on Shaq's. My uncle. My uncle had a, a ski oh, boat. Oh, okay. Your uncle's boat. Oh, well, my uncle lived in Okoe. And he had a ski boat, and so when we used to go to visit, we used to go out on the Butler Chain Lakes over there. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the Butler Chain Lakes, it, it winds around Windermere. Windermere's where a lot of the Right, right. Uh, but, and, yep, and we used to go, and, and, and we'd go by, you know, Shaq's house, and Michael, at the time, Michael Jackson had a house over there, and, 
you know, all these. Well, yeah, Michael Jackson never owned it. He just rented it. Yeah. He had a house in there that he rented. Yeah. You know, there was one night that he was actually at a Walmart in Metro West, and I was chasing Michael Jackson around the Walmart in Metro West. I never was able to get a, a clear photograph of him. Really? But I, I did chase Michael Jackson around the Walmart once. So. How, how old were how you when this happened? What was that? How old were you when that happened? Oh, goodness. I was in college, so I was like 19, 20, maybe. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. So yeah. That, so that was like when he was, you know, that was like his, when he was clo- close to when he eventually died. Well, I, mean, I don't mean to age myself too much, but that was about a decade ago. So right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, but like, I mean, it wasn't, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm, anyways. I'm right now, so. Yeah. So, what's the, um... What's the uh, the uh, atmosphere at the old uh, the old bar you're at right there? Well, it's it's St. Patrick's Day weekend, so there's lots of green downtown this weekend. Yeah. Uh, lots of people out this weekend. A couple of the balls that people been. Um, you know, it's it's a it's not quite a holiday weekend, but it's still close to one. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, it's a holiday. So, it's a holiday weekend for all the Irish people, including myself. Yeah. Well, you know, like downtown Orlando, like, it, we have more balls in downtown Orlando than New Orleans, though. So. We have more balls in downtown Orlando than in Key West. Wow. And mm. so we're, we're a public destination anyway. We don't realize that. And so when you, when you come here, we're already a public destination. And so then adding on to that a holiday weekend, well, this is, this is definitely a public destination then, you know I mean? I just walked past the way on Church Street. Church Street is packed. So the road is closed down. There's, there's, uh, the bars are spilled out into the street there. Orange Avenue is closed down every Friday for three night now. You know, the bars are out into the street there. Walpole's are packed. I just came from the Aloft Hotel. They were packed. So, I mean, it's a, here, 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 here at Hanson, there was a wait to get in here. You know, it's just a, um, speakeasy. There's only about, 60 people. Look, I did about 60 people in this fall. Wow. So there was a, a small wait to get in here. And so luckily I'm by myself, there wasn't too long of a wait. That's great. And, so, you know, Ken, the other, thing, yeah. the other thing this weekend, too, in town, Atlantic, uh, our American Athletic Conference Men's Basketball Championships taking place over the the, uh, the Amway Center. Uh, our, our home team here, University of Connecticut, did pretty well. Actually, won their their games today and yesterday in uh, in four overtimes. They're playing University of Memphis tomorrow on Sunday for the American Men's Basketball Championship Conference uh, Championship title. So that's at the Amway. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm about two blocks from there. Yeah, so I don't know if that's also the the fact the American Conference. Athletic Conference uh, championships or in town this weekend, if that's also, uh, you know, aiding some some tourism. I know also, I know what even watching that today. That would explain the, the power at the game. When there's a power and the change of color based on what's going on. Oh, okay. And tonight it was uh, red and blue. Yep, okay, so that makes sense. sense. that there was like an American Athletics. That makes sense. Too. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. And I know over at uh, ESPN Wildwood Sports at Disney, is the uh, the UCA Division One high school cheerleaders national championships going on this weekend as well? So, yeah. 
that's happening. Yeah. So there's a lot of sports stuff happening at the same time in town. Ken, how many people at that bar you're at you think are, say, tourists from Disney or, or Universal that are sitting there right now? How many what? I said, how many people uh, in that bar are vacationers compared to locals? Oh, boy. Uh, well, it's Spring Break. So, like, Spring Break's always busy here. So, I mean, we've had, we've had a number of, of busy days here. Um, I hope that Universal isn't as busy this weekend. But honestly, I don't know if it's not as busy this weekend or if just the Fallout Boy concept was so extra busy that now people aren't viewing normal busy as busy, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I hear you. Fallout Boy. <laughs> uh, oh, so, yeah. Did you read the Did you read the tweets uh, from a lot of people that were like at that? Um, they were at the uh, the Universal Mardi Gras with Fallout Boy, saying it was like absolutely terrible. I I I didn't really hear what you said, but I I hope Universal Fallout Boy. Um, no, no, I I don't know. I don't know exactly what you asked that, but yeah, that was the fourth time ever in the history of the park that they hit capacity. Yeah, but they, they were saying that the... Sorry, the way, way Greg has this computer. Uh, they were saying that the um, the Fallout Boy, when they were on the float at at uh, Mardi Gras, was like terrible. Like There were so many hate tweets on that. <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. I didn't, I didn't see that. But yeah, the culture itself was very busy. I hope the, the plane couldn't move through the crowd because the crowd was too large. Wow. And so the issues with the crowd and stuff. I mean, Universal didn't, didn't just see what's coming. You know, I mean, Fallout, who would have guessed that Fallout Boy would have gotten the biggest crowd in the history of Universal, right? Like, I mean, bigger than Harry Potter. Who, who would have guessed that? <laughs> um, but they, they did. And it, it built the place and they. What can I say? You know, I mean, it was the biggest thing in the history of Universal, and they're Universal, right? I, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, that's what that's what Hollywood Studios needs, I guess. I guess they just need Fallout Boy every weekend. No, 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 no. Hold on, time off. See, now I have this, I have this thing you can ask Greg too about Hollywood Studios. I said, and it's, I think it's so true right now. I said to Greg that Hollywood Studios should have closed down for this whole renovation because there's nothing to do. It's basically... Well, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say that they should close down, but I don't think they should have a one-day ticket. I think that Hollywood Studios should only be an add-on or only be part of a multi-fault ticket. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a good afternoon. Like, right? Like, it, it's just four or five green lights. You can spend four or five green hours there. It's a great afternoon. It's not a full day off. Right. No, yeah. no one is going to say it's a full day off. So, other one day, one ticket, I don't think, I don't think it's right that they're still selling that. So, I, I wouldn't go to the fall thing that should close down. I think they just stop selling the one day, one ticket. Yeah. Yeah, no, our, our reduced ticket, I would, I would accept. If it was like, they were like, hey, hey, it's going to be 60 bucks to get in the Hollywood Studios. Okay, I don't think this thing would do that because I don't think they'd admit that. But just, just don't sell the one day one park ticket. Don't sell it. Uh, you know, I mean, Universal looked at selling only the two park ticket when, when Diagon Alley opened. 
and they decided not to, not to go that way. But I see that as the future of things like the future horror uh, being uh, only buying in the multi multi system. Yeah, I, I mean that's why I see this going. Yeah, I mean they they've made it so you have to buy a multi park ticket, a multi day ticket to make it work wild financially at this point. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Every time we look at, at, at all the tweets and everything for, for DHS, like seriously they it seems like there's nothing to do. People are just like zombies walking aimlessly around trying to find something that A the lines aren't long at the only opening attractions and B, there's just like roadblocks everywhere of what you can and cannot do. To me, it just seems like divert them to the well, other I, part. I will say, though, this, this, this solo silence It's about time that park, uh, you know, sees some love too. So. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have, I have a lot of hope writing on this fireworks show. This is fireworks show. Is this that? Oh, I, I don't know what to think about uh, Hollywood Studios. But I think that's really good. I think what we have around Animal Kingdom is really good. I think that. Magic Kingdom, you know, it's going to be good no matter what, right? It's already the top thing walking the world. I think that Epcot really needs to focus right now. Epcot's like the song. Yeah, no, Epcot definitely needs some some loving in the next five to ten years. Absolutely. Now. now. Well, we're going to have opening there, but even with Frozen opening there, so I don't know if that's enough to... I think the Frozen people kind of die down. No, absolutely, and it's it's a it's a small band aid right now for what's broken at Epcot. I think, right? I mean, like it helps address like yes, you know, Norway yeah. and, and 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 it takes over Maelstrom, but there's still nothing there, and it's not a great kids park. There's really not great stuff for for kids to be drawn there. So I agree. You know, imagine. It, New Soren, yeah, but you know what? They should have done that though. They, they, they should that they, they shouldn't be a, as big of a deal as it is to me. It should have been. Yeah. And to be honest, like the fact that it's taken this fuck this long. I mean, I know they switched to digital projection and they added the news, the, another you know another uh, uh, studio and everything. But that's not enough to have a person claim a vacation about that. Right. Right. So it's not like this massive. Right. It's, it's by it's by and large. Right. It's by. Yeah, absolutely. It's by and large the same ride. I mean, Epcot really is becoming, and Mike and I have talked about this before. 
it's becoming the retro park of Walt Disney World in the park that when folks like uh, in our age group, all three of us, attend the park, maybe with our kids or whatever, or with our friends or however we attend the park, want to go to it only because we remember it as a child. And, it, and it, exactly. sooner or later, that dies out. And that's what I'm worried about exactly. for, for Disney. Um, and it's not just Epcot, it's everything. But, you know, and they're addressing it. We got to be very critical of Disney in that, and that recall is for years now. Yeah, right. Disney keeps riding on the coattails of Absolutely. one of the most popular. And, you know, I, I, as I want to point out, the point was at one time. And, you know, Coney Island was at one time. Yep. And Disney can become one of those second-tier parks very quickly if they don't continue to reinvent themselves. Even Boston gets that. Even Boston's reinventing themselves. Even Boston's going after that. But right now, I think even Boston's doing a better job of capturing, of capturing that 88, 9-year-old to 16-year-old crowd. And when those teenagers become parents, they're going to take those kids to the Boston because that's where they were when they were kids. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing, like, I mean, I love Epcot. It's my favorite theme park in the world. I think it's the world's greatest theme park, and that was their intention when they built the thing. I think it's the world's greatest theme park because I remember when I was, you know, six, going on Spaceship Earth. And I, I to this day, love it, and I'm going to bring my son and my daughter to it when we go down there in May coming up. And, you know, you know, Mike, you and I have talked about this before, too. I, I think it's phenomenal, but... Eventually, that runs out, and and honestly, the future world part of it is the biggest issue, because Disney never cut up, you know, stayed and caught up with technology as it was changing. Things have blown it by. I mean, we saw you know Gildan uh, just launching Colortopia at Innovations East, and you know it's it's great. You know, it's, it's ironic because when I remember being a teenager or being a kid, we go to Epcot. And I saw the solar panel of uh, lawnmowers. I saw the person walking from Disneyland to, to us. And, and I saw all that technology. There's a time of mind blowing, right? Like having a person talk live from across the continent. That was something that was unheard of. I mean, now, now we're literally having a conversation across, across the continent. Right. But, well, up, you know, up the East Coast. But at the time, that was mind blowing. That we could have a video, a video conference across the continent. Right. We could have a lawnmower that was solar power. A video, a video across, co- across the now. continent. And meanwhile, you know, t- and today, uh, you and us are are video conferencing from you know Orlando to Connecticut. Like it's nothing. So uh, exactly, and that's yeah. the problem. That's kind of happened. You know, technology is changing the system that the pace of the Epcot has been kept up. Absolutely. I don't know if Epcot can keep up. I don't know if you can keep up with that. I, I can't keep up with that. You know, I can't keep up with that. No, I can't. I, I don't know what the future of Epcot holds because the idea that the theme park is founded upon is one now that is unattainable. Well, this... And that's what he gets you. This goes back to, you know, back in the early 2000s, and Jim Hill reported a lot on this, too, was... It was uh, the notion of uh, Disney came up with this this whole concept around Discovery Land. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but they came up with this concept of this Discovery Land, where they were going to expand the land pavilion to include a roller coaster, which would go through essentially a, a rainforest kind of con, uh, concept, 
and they would renew imagination and a couple other pavilions. But it would turn Future World into this thing called Discovery Land. So you have Discovery Land and World Showcase. So that and it basically it, it essentially covered them so that they could have now all these things that were sort of themed around Discovery instead of themed around Future of Future World and having to stay up on the latest technology and the latest innovations and all this stuff. Um, well, I, I've been to um, Disneyland Paris. They have something similar there. Right. And it works perfectly. It's so small land. They have this country land. And it yep. works perfectly there. And I don't see why they couldn't do that in future world. My, my thing... Know, I would love to have that. Have, have that when the strong coast is over, and I'm completely happy. Yep, exactly. And the thing is, they're going to have the technology, right? They just developed it in Shanghai. They know what it will cost. They know what it will take to do it. Add that on to like the land pavilion or one of these pavilions, and, and you have now another reason why people should come to the park. My biggest thing, though, and, and, and this has been ongoing with, with the interventions pavilions east and west, is why would they not make these things sort of the future pavilions of, of America's greatest uh, it, uh, greatest universities and colleges. So you'd have you'd, ha- you'd have the latest and greatest research projects from you know Michigan and Stanford and uh, Harvard and all in MIT and all these great schools. Yeah, I, I another, I have a similar um, thing with why don't have like some Kickstarter program? You're right. Yeah. Hey, you know, like build them, build like them together. Yeah. Instantaneous, you know. Here's the future potential, the future of tomorrow, um, discoveries and or inventions or whatever from America's, you know, the greatest minds, young minds in in the in the country. It's kind of cool because it keeps Epcot in the, you know, live and in in current and uh, I, it, that's the that's the thing they're lacking. Disney's never going to do that. They're never going to be able to hold the candle to. Here's what's gonna come next, and here they just—they're just not, because they—because they're not dedicated to that. They're not. Well, I, I think a big part of that is the the changing nature of sponsorship. It, it, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, what? And uh, to be honest, like corporate sponsorship dollars go—they they don't go as far as they used to. And in something like Epcot, I mean, that's a—that's a big ask. That's a big ask yeah. for the amount of money I'm sure they're, and I don't know what they what they would charge for, you know, a full uh, a full pavilion sponsorship, but I'm sure I'm sure it wasn't cheap. No, but I'm sure the return on it is going to be quite quite good. Well, from a hundred percent, Epcot for me costs upwards of a hundred times what Super Bowl ad costs. A hundred times what Super Bowl ad would cost? Yeah. For how many for how many years? Was that like for infinite amount of years or um, well, no, most of them are ten to twenty years. Twenty yeah, twenty years. Yeah, but I mean 
But think about what they could do in 20 years. So that's still like five million a year for like 20 yeah, years. Like, yeah, but the, but the foot but the foot traffic through it and yeah. the word of mouth is going to be invaluable. That's proprietary gain right there. Yeah. Yeah, but with social media and stuff we have today, the word of mouth moves from the steam pump isn't what it used to be. You know, you can have a viral campaign, yeah. you know, Dan Daniel, Dan Daniel, it has a viral campaign that Adidas spent no money on. Adidas spent Daniel, you know, like them supply of free Adidas now, but Adidas spent no money on that, and they got a, they got a better advertising. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hey, not to change the subject from Epcot, but to change the subject. <laughs> I and I this is something I saw on your Twitter feed, so I wanna I wanna I wanna ask you about it real quick. The Muppet Show I know it's received kind of bad ratings on ABC in the past, the past you know, few months or whatever in this uh, first season. But it's it's coming up and it's been on the it's been on the list of the chopping block of a lot of folks for next season. What do you think about the the Muppet Show? And do you think you know it has legs in the theme parks for for Disney? Well, you know, the critics seem to love it. Uh, the ratings on the best, the critics seem to love it. I was winning, I was winning a war that was uh, the theme park world. I think that Disney would be stupid if they killed it. The school seems like, from what I'm hearing, that we're going to get more profits at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Uh, some of the things I'm hearing, all of the investment in Muppets could be changed overnight, if that makes sense. I, here, here's the thing, and I, I've said this all along. Why wouldn't Disney market Hollywood Studios or whatever the hell it's going to be called in the future here as like the place where Star Wars lives, where the Muppets live, where where Toy Story lives, where all these great phenomenal properties that they own live, like literally, so that you're you're a kid, right? You're staying at Caribbean Beach Resort, let's say, with your parents, and you know less than a mile away from you. Is the place where the Muppets are asleep right now. They live there. The, the, the Muppets live at Hollywood Studios. I mean, like, it's... Like, to me, that's, like, phenomenal, right? And I don't know. I, I, I wish it in the... I, I love the show. I love... I watched every episode. I've DVR'd them all. I, it's, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, think it's gr- I think it's great. I think they did... Pheno- the writing is phenomenal. I wish they brought it out... out to our side of the country, I mean, it's obviously it's, it's filmed on the Disney on the Disney Studio, which is phenomenal. Uh, but uh, it'd be cool if they brought it out if they involve Hollywood Studios at some point. I think it would be great, and they have the you know the ride out here or the attraction out here with uh, Muppet Vision 3D. It'd be kind of cool to see them come to bring the show. Maybe Miss Piggy I don't know, does an Orlando show. I don't know. I, I think but the problem is... is the, I like it. The Muppets... The Muppets are awesome, but I feel like in a way they're almost flaky. I don't know how to explain that. Like, like right now they're they're back in style. They're a hit. I mean, they never go away, but now they're a hit. But before that... I mean, how many years was it before we... You know, the last time we heard or saw a Muppet show before this new reboot? You know? 
Well, the thing is, though, with the Muppets, there's always a, there's always a base popularity there. Right. There's always a base following, and so even even with the like even with the flop like that last movie they had, I, I still think it's enough to ruin a theme park ride. Why we have theme park rides as a, as a much less popular IP value? Why not Muppet? Right. Yeah. Um, I have to go here, but uh. anniversary. friend of the show as always and uh, you can call in too Mike give him the number uh, it's going to be 407-545-6118 I yes. hope that's our number if not you're going to be calling some poor grandma in Okeechobee <laughs> Okeechobee <laughs> alright um, it is time for a drink break where me and Greg go get the drink for the second half of the show <laughs> So we are going to pause our recording, which will inevitably become part two, and we're going to go off Periscope for, let's say, one to five minutes. It won't be a half hour, trust me, because we're in the middle of the show. Uh, but we are going to go off Periscope. Well, yeah, we're going to go off Periscope because uh, if not, you're just going to be seeing the horrible orange wallpaper in Orange Street. All right, so part two of the show starts in six minutes. We'll be back on 
Call us. Call us. Alrighty. We're very, very, yeah. We're back. <laughs>